John Stewart is back at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoying this episode of The Late Show Pod Show? Then head to cohst.app slash late show or visit the link in the description to fill out our quick two-minute survey all about getting to know you. I'm your host, Stephen Colbert. Ladies and gentlemen, we are less. Is this true? What is this? This is Wednesday. So we are less than two weeks from the most important midterms this year. And if there's one thing we know, it's that no one can tell you what's going to happen. Here's what's going to happen. <laughs> For the next 13 days, the news media is going to yank our chains like they're trying to start a leaf blower. <laughs> Case in point, at the beginning of the month, Democrats uh, held a three-point advantage on the generic congressional ballot. Then suddenly, Republicans held a four-point advantage over Democrats. Now today, polls say Democrats are up five points. And if these polls... And if these poll results keep up, expect anything on election night. Oh, thank you, New York Times. You're like going to a fortune teller who says, I see... Ah, yes, I see your future very clearly. You will meet a tall, dark, or short, blonde stranger, (laughs) or old friend, or no one, or get hit by a bus. Wait! Wait, something's coming through. You are going to pay me $200. (laughs) I accept Venmo! (laughs) Now, with the the polls, with the polls this possibly close or not, Last night was a big night because there were a lot of debates, none bigger than the one down in Pennsylvania, where there was a Senate face-off between Republican nominee and Spock's deadbeat cousin, Mehmet Oz, (laughs) and Democratic lieutenant governor and boss elf from Rudolph, John Fetterman. A dentist? (laughs) Now, if you haven't heard, this past spring, Fetterman suffered a stroke. Doctors say he's doing very well in his recovery, but it has affected his auditory processing. And that's led to some stumbles. For example, when Fetterman made his opening statement. Let's get started, Mr. Fetterman. We're going to begin with you. What qualifies you to be a U.S. senator? You have 60 seconds. Hi. Good night, everybody. Okay. (laughs) Admittedly, a bit of an odd way to start by saying, hi, good night. But it's a very common phrase I use all the time. Like when I get to a party and I hear the word crypto. Hi, good night. (laughs) Gotta go. Dr. Oz has had his problems running for Senate in Pennsylvania. For one thing, he lives in New Jersey. (laughs) Also, he came out super anti-choice in the primary, and when asked about that last night, he accidentally said what he meant. Here's who Oz thinks should be involved in making medical decisions for women. As a physician, I've been in the room when there's some difficult conversations happening. I don't want the federal government involved with that at all. I want women, doctors, local uh, political leaders. Oh, so close. (laughs) No one, no one should have to discuss health care with their local political leaders. 
Especially if they live in one of those really small towns where the local mayor is a dog. <laughs> Making this decision was rough. <laughs> but I believe life begins at squirrel! <laughs> Oz also made some very dumb comments about his support for the former president. I would support Donald Trump if he decided to run for president. Are you concerned about the ongoing legal investigations involving the former president? I haven't followed them very carefully. I've been campaigning pretty aggressively. They'll work themselves out. They'll work themselves out? He's a president being accused of treason, not a cat who swallowed some tinsel. <laughs> and a little tail, a trail, a tail. There you go. Let me point out, he hasn't been watching, but he has an opinion anyway. That's like a coach saying, all right, everybody, gather up. Here's the play. Get the ball to Michaels, then Zag left. His left. No, your left. Doesn't matter. I've never looked at the field before. I've been busy. What's pigskin and does it come with dip? Also, which one of you is Michaels? Don't answer. I want to be surprised. Hope for the best on three. Yahtzee. <laughs> now... Yesterday, there was also a debate night for Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer and her opponent, Kirkland brand Gretchen Whitmer, Tudor Dixon. <laughs> Dixon is another anti-choice MAGA Republican. Well, it turns out that's very unpopular in Michigan, so she's focused her campaign on another issue entirely, and it came up again last night. What I've heard from parents across the state is inappropriate content in school libraries. If you have material, in your school that is something that you can't read to a child at a bus stop because you would be arrested because it is pornographic, then it should not be in our classrooms. Ah, yes. <laughs> Childhood. We all have happy memories of bedtime when you get in your PJs, grab a glass of water, head on down to the bus stop for a bedtime story <laughs> from a drifter named Shambles. <laughs> he doesn't just do the voices, he hears them. And Tudor, sir, happy memories. Happy, happy memories. <laughs> Dixon's not the only one worried about this issue. So is this guy she totally made up. I had a gentleman come up to me just a few nights ago, and he said, I found content in my school library describing how to have sex to my son. I went to the Democrats, and I said, I cannot believe that this is in there. Okay. <laughs> Fine. That happened, but <laughs> even if it did, if someone found a book they didn't like at a school library, why would they go to the Democrats? That's like saying, excuse me, is this Chuck Schumer's office? I didn't like the finale of House of the Dragon. Also, this natural peanut butter is way too oily when it's in the cupboard, but it gets too hard when it's in the fridge. I'm voting Republican. Good day, sir. I said good day. <laughs> Then, for reasons all her own, Dixon continued. What these parents are talking about are not textbooks that will help children learn about themselves. These are books that are describing to children how to have sex. She's right. We looked it up, and there are a lot of classic children's books teaching kids about doing it. There's Where the Wild Things Bone, <laughs> If You Give a Mouse Some Nookie, and Green Eggs and Butt Stuff. <laughs> There's one... Oh! <laughs> oh! 
Would you put you? Oh, God. Would you put you in a box? Now, there's one guy who I think could have used a little more sex education when he was younger. You see, down in Georgia, we're getting more damning news about Republican Senate nominee Herschel Walker seen here yelling, hit me with a gummy bear, I'm open. Walker has been campaigning on a hardline anti-abortion stance, and earlier today, a woman came forward alleging she was in a relationship with Herschel Walker and that he helped her have an abortion. Wait a second. Didn't we do this story already? Am I in a rerun right now? One of the... No? Late show, all new, not a rerun. Okay. So... We're recording me, right? Are we recording me right now? We got it. Okay, great. So it's another woman. And today she held a press conference with her lawyer, Gloria Allred. And they had a pretty convincing amount of evidence that Walker had a long relationship with this woman, including letters, photos, receipts, even a voicemail Walker left for the woman when he was in France competing as a bobsledder in the 1992 Winter Olympics. (laughs) Of course, even before Jane Doe's press conference began, Herschel Walker began to push back. Here's what he said at a campaign stop this afternoon. Well, I'm going to just say right now, you know, guys, I'm done with this foolishness. I've already told people this is a lie and I'm not going to entertain because continue to carry a lie alone. And I also want to let you know I didn't kill JFK either. Making that the first job Walker didn't claim to have done. <laughs> we got a great show for you tonight. Hey everyone, it's David Duchovny. Do you ever feel like a failure? Trust me, I get it. Hell, I've spent my whole life almost feeling like a failure. It's appropriate though, because on Fail Better, my new podcast with Lemonada Media, exploring the world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives is the whole point. Each week, I'll chat with artists, athletes, actors, and experts about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, I hope we can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out on May 7th, wherever you get your podcasts. First guest tonight is an actor, author, and producer you know from Parks and Recreation, Ingrid Goes West, and Emily the Criminal. She now stars in season two of The White Lotus. So you do employment law. So interesting. Mm-hmm. What is that exactly? Um, we, you know, we take on clients that are suing their employers for discrimination, sexual harassment, wrongful termination, stuff like that. Amazing. What? What is that based? No, 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 nothing. Just, um... I've been dealing with a bunch of bogus claims lately. I mean, uh, everyone has. Mm-hmm. And even when they have zero merit and they get thrown out in summary judgment, you still have to go through all the depots and the internal investigations. It's a total time suck. Not to mention a huge waste of money. I mean... Mm-hmm. Well, they're not all bogus. No. No, God, no. Of course they're not. Harper, no, of course they're not. I'm sorry. No, 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 it's fine. Sorry. All good. Please welcome back to The Late Show, Aubrey Plaza. 
see you. Nice to see you too. It's always just a, just a pleasure. It's a pleasure to have you here every time. Oh, it's been I too long. I miss you. You know. Hey, congratulations! I just I just found out you just got nominated for a, a Gotham Award for yes, Emily the Criminal. I did. That's wonderful. Thank That's marvelous. You. That's got to feel. That feels good, right? You know what? It really does feel good. It's a really small movie, mm -hmm. um, and it's just it feels good when when those smaller movies like break through the noise. You know, mm -hmm. it's awesome. Uh, so you're starring in in the new White Lotus season two of the White Lotus. Yes. Congratulations on that. That's Thank fine. you. Now, uh, 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 Mike White, uh, the creator of the show, says that he wrote the part with you in mind. He wrote, he wrote it for you. Is this true? He did, I think. You know, normally when people say they, they write a part for me, it's like I'm a murderer <laughs> or <laughs> I'm a serial killer. I'm going to like... The devil. I'm like a devil. Exactly, or, yeah. Like literally. Um, but, but in this show, I'm just, I'm just a lawyer. I'm just mm -hmm. a... A lawyer, yeah. just a uh, just normal, normal person, mm -hmm. uh, which I can do as well. Have, um, have other people said? Have other people like just written a part just for you before? Um, have you been have been told that before? That's I mean, cool. yeah, kind of. I mean, Parks and Rec, kind of. Right. But that was a long time ago. I was a baby. I was a baby. I mean, kind of. That's nice. But yeah, yeah. but no, yeah. this is different because he he really know he knows like the me me so you know mm -hmm. more intimately. So I feel like I got to kind of yeah show like a more kind of non-evil side of me, mm. which is nice. Sure, it is. I look forward to seeing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, these, are, these things take place at really nice resorts, like the, the white, first White Lotus, and I assume this is just as nice. It's a really lovely resort. Oh, yeah. Did you, did, you, um, was it, did you actually get to stay in a nice resort while you were doing it? Yeah, we were living in the Four Seasons San Domenico in Sicily. That don't suck. Um, it did not suck, um, it was, but it was, you know, it, it actually, you know, we were living there for months and we were shooting in the hotel that we were living That's at. Pleasant. And there is kind of like a psychological kind of effect that it has on you after a while. It's like, kind of like the shining kind of vibe. Um, Go on. It was fun, <laughs> um, but in like the were shining Were you riding a tricycle around the hallways? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but it's like, it's, it's kind of, it's just weird because you're, you're like living in one hotel room and then it's like time to go to work. So you like leave your hotel room and then you walk down the hall and you go into your other room that's like your dressing room. Um, and it's just a weird, you just, you can't escape. You just can't escape. You can't escape it for months. Um, and we were living in this really small town, you know, in Sicily. And we were just like, we overran that town, the cast. It was the off season there. So it was just like. Were they happy to have you there? Were like, were they welcome to get the business? Or yeah. Were they like, why, well, please go away? No, no, I think they were happy to have us. There was one I had, you know, it's weird when you live in a, in a, like, in a little town like that for too long. Like, things kind of happen, you integrate. And I, you know, I got into like a weird feud with the local baker, the local bakery kind of thing. Like feud with a baker, go ahead. There were, I had a lot of days off and, um, and uh, yeah, I mean, I don't Idle even, hands being yeah. the devil's workshop. I just, I got really obsessed with these pistachio cookies that this guy was making. And I don't know why it really bugged him that I kept coming back for more. And then I kept telling everybody, you gotta try these pistachio cookies, like this guy over here on the Corso. And, uh, and then and then one day he just stopped selling them and I was like, dude, what are you doing? You know we want these cookies. And then, and then he was like, you want those cookies? I'll bring you 50 cookies tomorrow. And then he did, but they were overcooked. And um, he burned the special order. He burned order. them out of spite. And this is also could all just be like, I'm crazy, like psychologically, like, um, you know, I made it up in my head or something, this narrative, but I'm pretty sure it happened. 
And, um, and I got really kind of, it turned into like kind of like a Seinfeld episode or something where like I kept going every day and demanding these cookies and demanding that they not burn the cookies. And, and at one point I actually started filming and I did like a 2020 investigative <laughs> report kind of thing. Will we eventually I get to, to see this? Him. this I have it on my phone. I sent it to you guys, but I think they said they couldn't show it for some reason. It's, it's uh, shocking. <laughs> it's shocking, the, the interview. Right, we don't want to lose our Italian audience I tried to, I tried to get him on camera. He said, get that camera out of here. And it Do got weird. Do you speak weird. Italian? Uh, sì, sto imparando l'italiano. Sì. Un po', un po'. Bravo. I'm learning. Bravo. I'm learning. Grazie, Bravo. grazie. Molto um, bene. Because I was saying, if you don't speak Italian, he could have been saying anything to you. Oh, no, I, it was all English. We, he hated me. Um, but we, we made up, we made up. Your but. character in, 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 the, in The White Lotus, the season two, Harper Spiller. Spiller. Prickly, no-nonsense lawyer. Are there aspects of, of, of Harper Spiller that Aubrey Plaza can relate to? Um, yeah, definitely. Actually, more my mother, because my mother's a lawyer. Oh, that's cool. And, um... Trial lawyer? She has gone to trial, but I think she mostly does asbestos litigation. Mm -hmm. um, but we don't need to talk about that. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> unless you want to. Sure, whatever. Um, but, yeah, so, yeah, no, but I thought about her a lot when I played the part because, um, it was cool because I've, I kind of got to, like, ask her questions and, I don't know, like, channel her in a way. And she's kind of, like, a no-nonsense. Like, she always wins all her cases and... Um, any advice? She told me never to be a lawyer. Um, that was that no, I mean was about main. the part. Oh, oh I mean, sorry, not right. life advice. Oh, gotcha. I mean about gotcha. the part. Yeah, exactly. Oh, gotcha. Mm -hmm. No, I don't know. I was more just kind of... No, like, I, I was more just, like, picking her, her brain a little bit, I mm -hmm. guess. And I think, like, her vibe is very... You know, she was very young when she had me, um, and she kind of put herself through law school at night, and um, she's just kind of a badass. And I feel like... It was just cool because I feel, I don't know, like there was something kind of performative about being a lawyer, I think. So, oh, and wow. like I always. Special trial lawyers, yeah. Yeah, and I always felt like she could have been an actress or something. So, like, there was like, I don't know, it felt cool to kind of try to channel her in some ways. But you, you also are doing, uh, a, this, is, I, this is a passion project of Francis Ford Coppola. He's been trying to get this movie made for years. It's called Megalopolis. And yes. I know you're not here to talk about it, but I want to... Well, I haven't done it yet. Uh, but I want to talk to you about the process of, like... So oh, do yeah. You, does an Aubrey Plaza... Do you have to audition for Francis Ford Coppola? Or yes. do you just catch, you know, scripts that come through your kitchen Oh, my God, window? no. I definitely... I, I audition for sure, for what sure. Is that, what is it like for, uh, for... You call him Frank? What do you call him? I call him Franny. Um, no, I don't. <laughs> Me and Franny? What? Um, no, I haven't even met him in person yet. You haven't met um, him? I can't get fired before I start. Please don't make me say anything <laughs> stupid. His um, wine is delicious. He's like, why? I know. Yeah. The wine is good. Um, I actually auditioned for him on Zoom when I was in Sicily. In fact, I was staying in the San Domenico, which I could be wrong about this, but I'm pretty sure that he stayed there when he shot The Godfather. Um, and in town, in that town, there's like there's a literal Godfather like merch store. Um, so there was. You a, can buy a horse head or something. I went there all the time. I bought, <laughs> I bought horse heads. I bought pencils. I bought guns or whatever. Not guns. Um, cannolis. Sure, sure, cannolis. And um, and and uh, <laughs> and then yeah. So I was on Zoom with him, and I I and uh, it was it was really 
weird because it's like him. You know, I was so excited to meet him, and yeah. he was wearing a tuxedo, and I was like, wow. He, he wore a tuxedo to your audition. I know, and then but then I found out he was going to the Academy Awards that day. <laughs> um, that so sense. it wasn't. He was actually just squeezing me in, <laughs> um, but I squeezed myself right in too, if you know what I mean. <laughs> we have to take a quick break, Aubrey Plaza, but when we come back, Aubrey is going to spill the tea on her co-stars. Stick around. Grand Canyon University makes earning your degree possible with over 130 academic programs for traditional campus students with more than 80 bachelor's programs offered online. GCU provides you with the personal support you need from complimentary unofficial transcript evaluations within 24 business hours to scholarships, academic support, and your GCU graduation team led by your own university counselor. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. The lovely and talented Aubrey Plaza. Aubrey, yeah. once again, thank you for being here. Thank and you for and not me. only not only you are a great guest and just a wonderful, sparkling personality and uniquely yourself. You also always come with great stories. You always, you always, you're willing to just call it and absolutely spit the truth about some of your co-stars. I have to. And uh, you know, a few times that we've had the pleasure of chatting, you've been so candid about your co-stars. And um, We'd like to do something that we've done before, and it's called Tea at the Plaza, uh. okay? And that's where Aubrey Plaza spills mm. the tea about her co-stars. I give you a name, mm. and you grease us, okay? Oh, I will mm -hmm. grease you up. All right. Mm. And what kind of tea is it today? I have no idea. Mm. Mm. Nettles. Yes. Mm. All right. Good I'm going to give joints. you some names. Good for the joints, Stephen. It is? All right. I try not to move my joints anymore. No, you don't. Aubrey Plaza, I'm going to yes. give you a name. You give us the gossip. Gotcha. Co-star in The White Lotus 2022, Jennifer Coolidge. Go. Oh, I'm going to tell you something real juicy about Coolidge. Okay. Jennifer Coolidge refuses to travel by plane, train, or car. In fact, she only travels by sleigh. Led by snow wolves. <laughs> so wow. Only... Hollywood people have such strange demands in their contracts. I know that's she'll only travel by sleigh. Shocking. Only by sleigh. Now I don't know if you've ever worked with this person before, but I understand you've got something to tell us about Joy Behar. Joy Behar. Oh, I got something to tell you about Joy Behar. Hit it. Joy Behar has sex with ghosts. And not only does she have sex with ghosts. With ghosts, specters. She's proud of it. Look it up. Look it, look it up. Google, Google, Google wow. it right now. Wow. Google it So that's not now. actually so much gossip, that's just well known. That's just something I heard about. In Ingrid Goes West, you co-starred with Elizabeth Olsen. Tell us something about her. Oh, she is sick, Steve. <laughs> she is sick. Go on. Elizabeth Olsen has hands instead of feet and feet instead of hands. Really? But I've seen oh, her in yeah. movies and she looks like she has hands. Honey, look closer. <laughs> Zoom in. 
Wow. Anytime, every time she meets someone, she kicks them in the face. Wow. With her the things hands. they can do with CGI these days. She they just is. paint the hands Sick. out in the movies. Wow. She is disgusting. I feel almost sad for her. I feel sad for her, though. She's sick. Danny DeVito, your co star in Little Demon. Danny, Danny DeVito. De Give me a break. Okay. Danny DeVito. Yeah. Danny DeVito does so much voiceover work. In fact, you know the sound the radiator makes, the hiss sound? Yeah. That's him. <laughs> and, uh, and another thing about Danny DeVito, he plays the voice of Satan on FX's Little Demon opposite me, all episodes streaming on Hulu. See what I did there? See what I did there? See what I did there? Season two Danny? of The White Lotus premieres Sunday on HBO. Aubrey Plaza, everybody. This has been The Late Show Poncho with Stephen Colbert. If you're enjoying The Late Show Poncho, leave us a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Watch The Late Show with Stephen Colbert weeknights at 11.35, 10.35 Central on CBS and Paramount+. Plus. And for more exclusive Late Show content, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And subscribe to The Late Show on YouTube. Now you can feel like you're in the audience at the Ed Sullivan Theater with official Late Show with Stephen Colbert merchandise at ParamountShop.com. Shop t-shirts, mugs, accessories, and more, and Late Show Poncho listeners can take 20% off with code TLS20. That's 20% off at checkout on all Late Show products with code TLS20 at ParamountShop.com. Late Show Poncho listeners can get 20% off on all Late Show with Stephen Colbert merchandise on ParamountShop.com. That's 20% off at checkout on all Late Show shirts, mugs, accessories, and more with code TLS20 at ParamountShop.com.